Welcome to another episode of Arrow Bandwidth, the podcast series designed to bring you information and news about the latest technologies, vendors and trends affecting the IT industry today. As ever, this show is brought to you by Arrow Electronics. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to another in our little mini-series of podcasts from the One Arrow booth here live in Barcelona at IoT World Solution Congress. I think I've got that right. I need to practice. So, my name's Richard Holmes. Uh, I am without my usual co-host and partner in crime, David Fern. But, in the interest of really showing how we're all coming together as One Arrow... We have a new guest, new friend of bandwidth, uh, a new colleague from, well, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to say, Arrow colleague, friend, <laughs> who are you? <coughs> Where are you from? What do you do? Yeah. Hi, I'm really pleased to be here. My name is uh, Moens and I come from Arrow ECS of Denmark. I primarily work with Microsoft Azure and building solutions around Azure. Uh, my primary interest in, in what Azure is capable of doing, but I also have an interest in lifting all our on-premise vendors <laughs> into the cloud with their hybrid understanding. But basically, I'm an Azure guy. That's brilliant, Martin. I mean, we see and we hear a lot of real interesting stuff from our pre-sales team um, across Europe. And this, this whole push and drive to hybrid IT and what that really involves and what that what that's comprised of and I say you do some real innovative stuff in other ways one of the reasons that you're here you're here at IoT World Congress um, that that shift from on-premise to cloud is is interesting but uh, it's not the real reason I've got a smile <laughs> on my face yeah. you've been you've been doing something quite different yeah recently. I mean uh, we made an investment over the summer we actually bought a real robot you bought uh, a robot. We actually bought a robot, a real robot from the real world, from a real robot manufacturer, from uh, the Danish company called Universal Robots, which has a global lead in what's called cooperative robots, actually robots that can be in a new way, standing right next to people, doing jobs that people normally would do, and be in an open environment, not in the old robot world where everything should be protected by and in a cage shielded. And, and yeah. So these are very easy to implement for companies and very easy to adopt in companies and roles where you normally would have people being worn down on repetitive uh, tasks and other things. Yeah. So they have a really, really strong position in at the global market. Uh, I'd heard of Universal Robots. I had no idea they were a Danish company. So that's 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 my new fact <laughs> for the day. So, so you bought this robot. Yeah. And so then, did, did then you have in mind what you were going to do with it? Or you just go, oh, no, no we I mean bought as, a robotic as a, car. I mean, as a... As a as a boy my age, I mean, I always <laughs> wanted a robot. So we needed to figure out a business case on, on how I actually could get access to one of these. So um, we work a lot with what's called digitization and the industry yeah. 4.0 history and all of those things. And our gain with this was that if we could actually take this robot and in a simple way show a lot of um, facilities around the robot, show insights in what the robot actually was doing, we see two ways when you look at a robot. We see both the tasks that the robot is hired to do, yeah. and then there is the track of what, how does the robot actually feel. Okay. So what we did was that we connected the robot to Microsoft Azure. Uh, and basically that's 
through the management port of a robot, we installed a little piece of software on it. It runs on a simple uh, Ubuntu, so you can actually download CAP files and stuff to the robot as long as you follow the the guidelines for for, for the you, software. So you didn't have to unscrew the, and no, take the no robot. No hacking or no nothing. Yeah. I mean, just the CAP file on the robot. And then we connected it to Microsoft Azure and just let all the data that is in the robot stream up through Azure. Wow, so anything and everything. Anything and everything the from the robot up in the cloud. And then we use services on Azure like Stream Analytics and the IoT Hub especially and Event Hub and stuff where we can actually look into these data and segregate the information that one tells us about the work that the robot does and in another track tells us about how the robot is feeling. And the data on the tasks that the robot actually does now, we put over to Microsoft Business Central and Microsoft Dynamics 365, both of the new financial platforms from Microsoft, right. where we can actually enable both um, stock holdings and we can do work orders through the field modules to the guy that needs to come and reload the robot once it's out of goods. and. All of that is an automated cycle that goes directly on all the services that are run on Azure. And the, the platform itself, we present in the Power BI tool, which is a very, very informative and strong tools in looking into these data. So in that way, we can actually take what is just normal flat data from a robot and put them up into a very, very visual insights for the company owners and yeah. the uh, floor manufacturing guys to see how our production actually going. Are we uh, according to what we would normally do on a day like this, following up with an insight and an understanding of that in a really, really simple and nice and smooth way? I think the real interesting thing for me is you know, we, we see sort of these, these real visual, I won't say gimmicky <laughs> examples, especially at shows like this. Yeah. But rather than just present the data on a dashboard and have some, some nice dials and bar charts and pie graphs and things like this, you've taken the data and you, you've streamed elements of it to these financial systems. So yeah, that, like you said- the, the, the major lift here is that it's not just the visual of the robot. Yeah. It's integrated into the two new financial systems for Microsoft Business Central and the Dynamics 365, which has a lot of insights when we, we, we have made this little system where it has 12 bottles of water that it hands out. And it counts down on the bottles when they're delivered. It looks into if there was no recipient of the water and discharged them from the stock holdings. And it looks if the bottles is empty and yeah. then it trashes the bottles and it keeps everything updated in the, in, oh, yeah. the, in the financial system. It does daily reports on how the day went. It goes to this day is better than the day before. And our most active hours was between oh, one wow. and five. And all of those dates and all yeah. of those statistics are just by looking into the data that comes out of the robot and then through the, the services on Azure, providing data for the financial systems to get that insight. Mm -hmm. It's fascinating to hear that you've built all this on Azure and using Microsoft products and there's been no, no need to hack or, or bring in other components or other, other, other products mm -hmm. to really deliver something where you, you were saying earlier that Basically, when, when the arms handed out all 12 bottles, it'll fire a job request so somebody can go, right, I need to go and put bottles on, rather than go, yeah, here's a nice graph. <laughs> oh, and it, it's flashing red because we run out of bottles. <laughs> uh, and then what? You, you finish the story, and that's, that's brilliant. That's, that's a real 
live case for me of just really simply showing that you know predictive maintenance isn't just telling you there's going to be a problem it's starting the process to fix the problem before it started exactly we have so we have so much insight here that we can actually provide the owners of the robots with a lot of information that normally would be something that you would have a guy hired to go look at the robot mm -hmm. but now with with the companies where we work where they have three five six eight robots we can have an insight in how do these robots behave differently and what could be the cause of them behaving differently and that's the insight we get from looking into the stream of the robot how is it actually wow. doing how are the gearings are they hot are they cold are they squeaking or are they having problems on lifting or what is happening so that insight we can get when we have the information from more than one robot but these are all challenges that businesses and clients are facing in the real world today whether it be a robotic arm or a fleet of delivery vehicles or a manufacturing plant so see it's exactly. real transferable it's real it, it's a real visual way of showing I mean that, that that's all this is the it power. is and it's, it's one of the biggest gains that we got from this project is that everybody can relate to it I mean, we, we moved 12 bottles of water, but it could be anything, and it could be <laughs> anywhere. So the, the whole gain on this is that it's, it's tools that we have already in the cloud, and another big benefit from these services is that there are no commitments to the payment of them. You start paying once you start using them, and you stop paying when you stop using them. No. So it is really... <laughs> A nice little project. So, so here's the killer question. This URM's been out in the wild at an event up in Denmark. What's the feedback from partners? What's the feedback from customers? We got a massive feedback. And we got feedback from everything from business owner to manufacturing platform guys that are standing on wanting this inside. And people that just have similar situations, not with a robot from Universal, but any other robots. They could yeah. be conveyor belts. They could be infrastructure. It could be anything they would like this inside into. And that's the real strength about the One Arrow. It's our component side with billions of sensors and connectivity <laughs> services. <laughs> we now just have to figure out which sensors to use and which. But we have the opportunity here for really build insight into uh, companies where there normally would be a more complex in-flight into this insight because yeah. there would be ways you would have to pass through to get to these informations. Mm -hmm. But now we actually have a new way of, of looking at it. It's a new looking glass and it's a new insight when we work with these. So we have many, many projects. I mean, it's just a couple of months since we launched this and we have gotten so much attention to so many interesting cases in so many different uh, sectors that it's, it's a little bit scary, but uh, we're really looking forward to the next year or two on this. It's, it's really going to be fun. Well, look, this is absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much for taking time to come on this little mini podcast. I feel we could go on for <laughs> another half hour or so, never mind 10 minutes. Um, it's, it's been great to meet you. It's, it's been great likewise. to hear about yeah. the work. And I'm sure if you're interested in anything you've heard from Morton's around the project up in Denmark, I'm sure we'll be able to point people in the right direction. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, it's just fascinating to see what some of the team's up to. So, so yeah, a real-life example of what we're doing to, to build out and show IoT in action, uh, to, to steal a pun from, from a vendor that's, that's kind of related to this podcast. Thanks a lot. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. And thank you for listening. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Arrow Bandwidth. 
If you'd like to hear more, please click and subscribe to our channel on your preferred podcast app. Follow us on Twitter at Arrow Global or learn more about us at our various websites, including www.arrow.com. Thanks for listening.